Hi, welcome to What Are We Doing, a podcast from The Highlander. In this episode, I chat with Shirley Johansson, a candidate for Minden Hills Ward 1. I chatted with Shirley about her vision for Minden Hills and her plan for tackling hot button issues in the township. My name is Shirley Johansson. I've lived in Minden for uh, about 23 years uh, as a cottager and then full-time. We bought a business and brought ourselves up from Ajax. Uh, full-time and raised our two children here which are both in university now um, and uh, after selling the business uh, I just decided we decided to stay up here and I've just worked at different establishments and I've been here for eight eight years at Molly's. Awesome and I know I recognize you from Molly's as well. Okay. <laughs> it seems like working that job have you got to kind of know Minden better by you know meeting so many people and kind of getting to know the regulars at Molly's? Absolutely yeah like I know them by name and I know what they drink and what they eat and yeah and where they live mostly and mm-hmm. some have lived here all their lives and some are cottagers or you know you see for uh, a couple months a year and then um, there's some that you haven't seen in a couple of years um, due to COVID but uh, hopefully they're okay and we haven't seen them so yeah yeah and I guess off on that note what inspired you to run uh, why do you want to be elected to office in Minden? Um, empty nesting um, my, my both my kids are gone and um, I know there's some movement going on with people leaving the council and I just thought it was a great opportunity um, we need some people um, in council that will be a voice for everybody. Um, for what I've heard, um, it's been a little difficult for people to communicate with some of the people. So I hope I can change that. And what skills or um, what uh, kind of specialties would you bring to the council chamber? I'm a people person. Um, I love people. I can talk to anybody, um, anywhere. I'm not afraid to do that. Um, uh, I've owned a business, I've rented, I've um, been a landlord, um, I've worked in the restaurant business for years. Um, I just, I don't know, I just feel feel for the people and um, uh, want to make Minden as best as I, as we all can. When you mention kind of being a voice for people, what specifically do you mean by that? What would that look like? Um, if you're in office? Um, people being able to contact me and I contact them back. I don't leave them hanging, um, so to speak. Um, just communicate with people, um, follow through, um, that kind of thing. And then what about, um, I guess, your role on council? You mentioned kind of being that voice or listening to people. Um, but in, in a perfect world, I guess, how would you want Minden Council to operate um, either differently than it is now or just, you know, not even considering what has happened in the past, where do you want to see it move in the future? Or what do you want to see change? Um, I like to keep some of our history here. Um, uh, again, just just be here for the people and um, uh, continue with what's going on, but better things. You know, I think some things have gotten lost, um, you know, over the years and um, like to bring things back. And, what specifically do you mean? Um, well, I think, you know, I don't really want to be, you know, one to say bad things, but just with the arena, there was so much involvement with that and so much money spent. Um, you know, there's no pool. People are disappointed about that. Um, no food stand. Um, you know, they're working on that, I guess. But um, our roads are terrible. 
Um, people aren't happy with what's going on with the dump. I mean, it it, it it's it goes on and on and on. Um, I do have a profile or um, a platform. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah we've that. Okay. Yeah. So I do have that. Um, but even after talking to the people, there's more mm-hmm. more you can add to it. So. And just for our podcast listeners. Um, what would you say is the heart of your platform? If you had to give an elevator pitch, what kind of uh, either budget items or things you really want to focus on, what would you say is that the heart of your campaign? I like to um, let people have a voice as well um, and um, work on the roads. Um, roads is a huge, huge thing. Um, boat launches, that's been something that's been brought up many times. Um, the boardwalk, like people can't use that. People come into town to use it. Um, they come to visit, and that's supposed to be a highlight, and they're not able to use it. Um, I know there's issues with that, but uh, hopefully things can work out sooner than later. And I guess just on the topic of roads, um, I know it seems like it's been top of mind for councillors probably for decades in Minden. Yeah. Um, and Minden Hills, you know, this year is spending, I think, almost $6 million on roads. Uh, in your mind, what would you do differently, or how would you, you know, a- approach that topic differently than has been done in the past? Uh, I'm not sure. I just think the pot, the potholes are just getting bigger. Um, they fill them, um, and then it rains, and then whatever they fill it with um, uh, gets pushed around the road. Um, I'm not sure, sure why they've done Bob Cage in the way they have. It's just gravel. It's been like that for a couple months now. Um, it just should be smoother. I think people are having uh, costs to their cars, and um, I don't know. I just I just think that um, some roads are beautiful, and then there's some that aren't. So we just yeah. But I suppose to to remedy that issue, would you be in favor of you know increasing taxes to pay for more gear or more people? Because it's easy to say you want to improve roads. Absolutely. But what are the concrete steps you get there? Um, I don't know about increasing taxes because people always they're upset with that. So um, I'm not sure. I don't I don't know what we can do. Um, obviously, I'm not on council, so I don't know what the discussions have been or what the issues are um, as of yet. So um, I don't know if we can work on one section or you know a little bit of every section. I'm not sure. It's like I said, some of the roads are beautiful, and then others are just. I take Bob Cajun every day to to home, and it's just awful. So. And I've heard that from other people. Um, people won't even take that vote because it's so bad. So. Perfect. And I guess uh, when approaching roads or these other subjects, you know, that are pretty complicated, I think it's fair to say, as far as you know, the machinery, the money that goes into it. Yeah. Um, how do you go about reaching a decision on these files? Because you know, if you're not expert in roads, how do you go about developing? like developing an opinion that's informed um, well, when you're going to make a vote on this kind of stuff? Yeah, obviously, like, I, ha- I have to be able to talk to other people. Um, the roads I haven't really talked about um, yet. Um, I've just seen, you know, I've just been living it and driving it down it and, and uh, listening to others. So I'm not sure. I would have to, you know, get together with others and yeah. talk about it and learn. On your um, platform, you mentioned uh, preserving freedoms. What do you what do you mean by that? Um, just that uh, things have really changed in the government, and I just think that people should be able to speak and um, freedom of speech um, at some some you know to a to a level. Um, and um, um, sorry, just uh, just to be able to do things to a point that they believe in doing without harming others. What's the municipality's role in that? I guess, because I, I mean, 
what would your role be in, in preserving freedoms on a municipal council? Um, again, I'm not sure because I ha I'm, I'm not there yet. So um, I, we just thought, I just thought it was something to, to say. I mean, overall with the government, it's been, things have been difficult for, for some people. And, um, you know, I think if people want to do something with their property to a point, they should be able to. And, you know, there's a lot of red tape and stuff. So. Awesome. And I apologize to you and the listeners about the background noise, but I think it adds to the, uh, the ambiance. Um, one big part of these interviews is kind of going over some of the big ticket items or kind of front of mind issues um, and kind of looking forward at, at the future. It seems like the top of mind for a lot of people is affordable housing. Yes. I was wondering if you could talk about what you've been hearing from people about housing and if you have any concrete ideas or, you know, strategies that you'd like to see Minden Council kind of a, approach. Um, for people to to rent um it's i believe i've been talking to some people and it's like a seven to ten year waiting list um and unfortunately that works with people coming from lindsay as well it's not just our own residents that's a long time and and people are living in tents and um trailers that aren't equipped for winterizing and stuff um I hope that things can get better. I know of a builder that has been trying to um, build, but there's been so much red tape for him. So, I mean, there is there is builders out there that want to do things. So hopefully we can get, um, not just for other people, but for our own people. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people looking for rentals and it's hard. I'm just going to move this a little closer to you, uh, just to make sure I don't um, miss any of your audio there. Oh. Um, and so uh, you mentioned red tape and kind of making things easier. Are there any uh, specific bylaws or things that you'd want to change in Minden Hills to to help housing? Or do you have any specific examples of how, how Minden Hills could help? Um, just work with the builders, I think. Um, see if we can get some property um, bought or, you know, I, mean, I, mean, I know of one builder that wants buys property and builds, um, but he can't have a sixplex or he can't have an eight, eightplex, it's got to be a, a fourplex or something like that. So I just I, I just hope for the future, I mean, our town is getting bigger, there, there's lots of people and um, seems that people are leaving and coming back, but they don't have anywhere to go, so. So you, you were kind of talking about um, working with builders trying to change bylaws or when you when you think about kind of what's in place now in Minden Hills, and then as far as what you want to change um, for housing? Um, again, I mean, I don't know all the all the details, so um, it's unfair for me to really say a whole lot because I'm, I'm not on that side, so. Um. Yeah, a similar question, I guess. Um, Halliburton, I think, is con consistently ranking around the poorest counties in, in Ontario, in southern Ontario in particular. Um, I guess, could you talk a little bit about that issue and if you have any ideas or concrete uh, examples of how Minden Hills could could better assist, you know, families who are struggling to, to scrape by, that kind of stuff? Um, I, I was looking into the research with that and they were saying that um, the organizations that we have, the um, the um, fuel and the um, food bank is, is awesome. Um, if we can maybe do more fundraising to donate to them or to other causes or to other different establishments. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what's out there, but I know those two. Um, 
work with work with um, the individual. I know there is um, seminars that they do. Um, uh, educate them, maybe um, give them some tools. Um, just I think when you they they, they say that um, it's. So it could be something that is from the parents and it, it, it comes down to the, the, ch the child and then so forth. Um, you know, the mental illness is bad. COVID's been really hard, I think, on a lot of individuals. Um, it's, it's sad. It's, it is really sad that people have to wait so long to, to get help or um, I've heard that, you know, they only get seen by doctors a certain amount of times and stuff like that. I don't know. Um, I just, it's, it's, it's sad. It's really sad to see people living in tents or not being able to afford food because they need heat or stuff like that. So hopefully, hopefully can only, we can rise up and better things all together as a community. Do you know what, what that could look like as far as uh, your, you on council? Like, would you advocate for, you know, spending more money on, helping out these organizations or you know you mentioned fundraising do you have any specific ideas for um how council could i i was re researching and there is one town um and sorry i don't remember the name of it but they did like murals they got people to paint um i don't know the side of buildings or whatnot and um they did fundraising that way and um i don't know we we just need to I mean, this is, this is our future, the kids, you know, and their kids, and we just need, I don't know, we just need to help them. So I, I hope that maybe, I know the food bank does so much, um, you know, and they have the baskets and such, and that's great. Maybe more of the farming community can help out. I'm not sure. Um, I know this is an issue that you might have firsthand knowledge of, uh, the staff shortages that we mm -hmm. see across Halliburton County. Um, do you have any ideas or when you've been talking with other people in the service industry about how uh, municipal politics might be able to help businesses in terms of getting staff or um, um, again I think it's it's about um, people able to get to work there's no transportation just besides um, taxi but that doesn't seem to be the way people want to go as well um, if they can walk to work um, you know have accommodations somewhere where they can get to work easier, um, that would work. I mean, we're so sp spread out here. Um, when I had a business, um, it was in Algonquin Highlands, and it was hard for people to get to work if they didn't have transportation. So um, I don't know. Obviously, somebody was say, trying to say about the school buses are already on, on the roads, maybe do something with them. But uh, again, it's something that I would I have to learn. Yeah, I guess the, there has been some talk about um, creating a countywide transportation system of some kind, whether it's school buses or, or other things like that. Would you be in favor of, uh, you know, pushing towards that or spending taxpayer money on, on developing some sort of transportation system? Or I, I would think so, um, because, of the, again, um, that would bring the, the, the people into work. They would be able to have a, a way to get to work um, and get home. So, yeah, I would think so, too. But it also goes back to um, rentals and it's so hard to, to get rentals. So. Yeah, for sure. And I, I never really realized all the, the trucks and cars until we were recording, but I think, I think we'll still capture them.
stock, the staff shortages at Minden and Halberton um, hospitals as well as around Ontario uh, recently and uh, I guess the conversation about amalgamation of hospitals has come up a, a little bit as well. Mm -hmm. um, do you think, like, I guess, would you support amalgamating Halberton County's hospitals or emergency departments? Or what's your position and what have you heard from people about about that issue? Yeah, I'm not too sure um, on amalgamation, but um, we definitely have a shortage everywhere. Uh, every business has been looking for for some kind of help. Um, I don't know if the students are staying at universities and they're not coming home um, because one year we had a lot of kids but they seem to have gone back to university and um, not coming back home. Um, there just isn't anybody looking, wanting to work. I'm not sure um, what they're doing but I mean I think everybody should work and it keeps, keeps things going for the individual and etc. So I'm not sure. Um, that's again something I would have to sit down and really talk to somebody about that has the education on this. And on that note, um, Halliburton's grown a lot recently but it seems like most of the growth is centered in older age groups or people approaching retirement. Mm -hmm. um, do you have any ideas for you know how to make Minden more of a younger community or attract younger people here who may be able to fill out these, these jobs? I, I find that um, if you're, you're a nurse or a doctor, I mean, they even have troubles finding them, and they're coming from Peterborough and Lindsay and other different places. Um, um, and a lot of people that live here um, are logging or construction or something that they've generation from generation. Um, it's getting better. I mean, I mean, with the, the, the different stores, and we're trying to keep every um, storefront full. Etc. But um, we have to look after uh, everybody, and it's hard because you got to look after the seniors. Um, but the young kids that are growing up, um, a lot of them leave town um, because there's nothing here for them. Or um, and it's nice to to have them live here as well. So um, I just hope that. Uh, um, I'm not sure what we can do. I mean, like I said, this town is, is big and uh, we have a lot of people that come here and love coming here and we all love living here. So, um, yeah, just, I don't know. Um, just, I don't know what it is. I mean, like we had hardly anybody come and knock on the door to look for a job. So, and I've heard that everywhere, so I'm not sure. Um, what it is really at this point. Yeah, and when I talked about hospitals, I mentioned amalgamation, and that brings up, I guess, the big ghost of amalgamation, which has been talked about for for decades in terms of the Calburn County in general. Mm -hmm. I know it's not a Minden-specific issue, but um, as a councillor who would still have a say if, if that went ahead in the next, you know, four years or whatever, which is unlikely, but. In general, what are your what are your thoughts on amalgamating Halberton County? I know it's a hot topic. But. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I like it the way it is at the moment, <laughs> so I'm not sure. Um, uh, I like to keep it the way it is. I think at this point. Why yeah. is that? What, what do you appreciate about the different tiers or the, the way it is now? Um, I think. I don't know. It's just what I know, I guess, and the unknown. So um, I'm not sure. I just um, 
I've had people say that they don't want it, so I'm kind of feeding from that. But um, it's something that I would have to, again, talk to somebody that's more educated than I am on this. And I know so many of these questions are kind of Halliburton-wide, um, but as we've been talking with people around the county and writing, it seems like a lot of these issues are top of mind uh, for people. The the other is the, the shoreline preservation bylaw, which uh, just passed a couple weeks yes. ago. Yes, yeah. I was wondering if you could give me your thoughts on the final document. Um, what do you think about that process? Um, anything you would have changed? I know a lot of people are upset. I followed a couple of groups on Facebook with this. Um, I do live on the lake. Um, we've kept it natural, um, and I think we need to keep it as natural as possible, um, just with the fish and what's, you know, for the lakes and, um, and I hope, I don't know, um, there's people that, you know, it's, it, it's their property and they should do what they want with it. And, um, I can see that point because, you know, as well, they're, they're paying for it, so, you know, but I think the, the shore front, the shore should be left. Um, I've seen a couple of places where I live, and and uh, it doesn't it doesn't look as nice as it used to. So um, I believe that uh, it should be kept to a certain point, you know, natural. And I guess if that conversation came up again, I know some councillors mentioned it might uh, kind of be raised again, and a lot of cottagers I've spoken to have been. Upset, as you mentioned as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say to people that were really opposed to it? They say, "Oh, yeah, it's like it's taking away my freedom to to do with what I want with my my shoreline." How do you respond to those uh, critiques? I think we think we have to keep in mind of of the lakes and to preserve um, our lakes and what's in our lakes of fish and and the wildlife, um, etc. Um, you know, we're here to enjoy the lake, so let's not ruin it. I mean. It's not the city, and we want to be able to appreciate the birds and whatnot, and that's getting spared a little bit with all the people doing what Another they want. thing, um, as you mentioned, you live on a lake, so mm-hmm. likely on your lake there's uh, short-term rentals, and I know that's that's been a thing that's Halliburton-wide as well. Um, but what are your thoughts on short-term rentals? Do they have a place in Halliburton? Would you want to regulate them? What do you think about that uh, issue? Um... I'm not really sure on my lake of, of what we have there. I'm sure there is. Um, but um, again, I think it's just respect and, and people to keep in mind that there's people that live there full time or not. And um, I don't know. It brings people to the county if they're not using their cottage. Maybe. You know, it's better than not having anybody in it. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, Minden Hills Council has discussed uh, recently kind of their perspective on the on the issue, even though it is a county discussion, but uh, councillors got to weigh in a little bit when it came to Minden Hills recently. Um, were there any regulations that you liked the sound of or any direction that it might go that you wouldn't be supportive of? Any specific uh, kind of things that are important to you when discussing short-term rentals? Um... Not really. I mean, I, again, I just think as, as long as they're um, abiding by some kind of, you know, rule with the fireworks and not having them going off when they're not supposed to um, and uh, respecting and cleaning up and using the dump and not discarding the garbage on the side of the roads. Um, I used to rent out my bo- the basement of my house, so, I mean, I, I, I don't see, 
you know, not this house, but uh, in in the city. Um, I don't know. It gives people um, a place to go and maybe helps out the land or the owner somewhat. And I guess a big part of uh, what we discussed is taxes, because I guess when you look forward, the taxes are what's going to kind of define council priorities or councillor priorities. Um, when you look at the the budget for 2022. Uh, for Minden Hills. Would there be anything that you would have changed or anything you want to see prioritized in 2023 if, if you're elected? Um, money towards the roads again. Um, uh, there's all, I'm not sure. There's there's lots. Um, the maintenance of, of um, different areas of of uh, Minden aren't, aren't being kept up and so hopefully maybe money can be put into that or um, into the budget or you know into the people that do that it just seems a little lacking but when you talk about that kind of stuff um, from what I've heard from uh, managers of these different departments that would require more resources or more money spent just as we talked about at the beginning of the interview are there any budget items that you'd be in favor of cutting in order to finance these uh, you know, upgrading roads or, or, you know, increasing maintenance. How do you think the budget could be changed to uh, facilitate this? Uh, again, I'm not sure. I would have to, I, I, I need the education for, to talk to somebody regarding that. Um, I mean, it, it's always nice to say we need to do something, but in in reality, we can't. And, you know, I'm sure they, they've done, a, the, you know, the past council has done what they can. So um, just... I don't know. Well, I would have to talk with the team kind of thing and, and go from there. And uh, Minden Hills, out of all four townships, I think has uh, experienced the most staff turnover recently uh, in the past couple of years with like senior staff leaving mm-hmm. and coming again. Do you have any ideas for how to uh, uh, just address this issue? Or do you think it's an issue? Or what's your perspective on, on the amount of staff that have been coming and leaving from Minden Hills? Yeah, I don't really know anybody personally that works within Minden Hills, but I have heard that. And um, I'm not sure if it's the, the management that's not working well with their team. Um, maybe that needs to be looked at. And, and I mean, obviously, there's a reason why people are leaving. Um, and uh, somebody maybe needs to sit down with them and see what's going on with, within. So, not sure. I guess, uh, what do you see your role in that being as a, let's say, a potential counselor? Um, how would you want to work with these the department heads or, or listen to them? Um, what do you foresee your like potential relationship with with them being? Well, I would love to 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 meet everybody and and what their roles are, and maybe um, there needs to be some kind of um, workshops to to get them to um, work well better with uh, with the employees so that they don't move on or. Yeah, and I guess uh, when you look 10 years down the road, especially now, it seems like a really long time, but where do you see Minden? Or where would you want to see Minden? What's your vision for the, for the township? Um, just for it to continue to be the place that we love and to live and for everyone to, to continue to um, come up and enjoy um, where, they, where they cottage. Um, obviously there's always improvement in everything I think so um, continue and uh, uh, 
like I like I what my my little slogan is is casting to the future and but staying in the history a little bit. So when when you uh, talk about I guess continuing these things or um, or improvements, we've talked about a lot of things from roads to to government to mm-hmm. uh, to freedoms and everything in between. What things are most important uh, to focus on? You think in order to get there, or in order to preserve. I think just just doing what we're doing, but just um, uh, I don't know, working with people and listening, and and I think you know nothing's bad, but just uh, continuing. I think. Perfect. And I guess uh, lastly, I've been asking everybody, what uh, what do you love about Minden? Why is the community special to you, and you know what's important uh, to you? Um, I, I mean, we, we came up here and um, we could have left because the kids were out of the school system, but we, we just love it and we love the community, we love the people. Um, and you know, you, you know, the majority of everybody that you see um, during the day, you walk down the street, and I mean, you get that everywhere, but just I mean, how can you not <laughs> love Minden? It's gorgeous, and it's it's just uh. It works for many people, and that's why we're here. Perfect. I'm just seeing, I, I'm trying to ask all uh, the candidates, especially in the ridings, the, the same kind of questions, and I noticed I missed one on the budget. Um, and about taxes, when we're talking about taxes, uh, often it's a balancing game, you know, spending more in one area because you have to spend less in another area. Mm-hmm. Are there any areas of the budget uh, that you'd be willing to spend less on in order to afford uh, different things like roads or, or your priorities? Um, when you look at the 2022 budget, what do you see could that could change? Um, again, that's something um, I would need more education on. Uh, um, for what I've heard is, you know, the, the road seems to be uh, a top um, thing for people. Um, I'm not sure. I, 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 you can probably cut back a little bit on something, but um, I don't know if that's the answer, really. And I guess. I, up in there and the, the last thing is that the I guess council this year I believe it's 11 million dollars in uh, dementia like going into debt to finance some, some projects mm-hmm. um, what would be I guess it's not always a choice between one or the other but would you support debentures or going to debt or would you support raising taxes I mean how would you uh, how do you approach those kind of difficult budget uh, budget decisions um. I don't think, I mean, of course, nobody wants their taxes increased, but I mean, if it has to be done a little bit, but uh, um, I know people don't, nobody really wants that. And I think, uh, I don't know, again, sorry, I just have to be educated more on, on this and, uh, um, and of course, learn more about how things have worked. For sure. And lastly, I just want to leave the floor open to you. Um, hopefully, uh, there's going to be some people listening to this that are going to be casting their ballot. Um, what do you want people to know about yourself or your platform? Uh, just the floor is open uh, for whatever you, you'd like to mention. Um, I just, you know, there's a lot that I need to learn, obviously. Um, this will be a new venture for me. And no, it's not an easy one. And um, 
like I said before, that um, I want to be the voice and um, help people out and communicate with people um, and uh, work together as a town um, and as a team and uh, keep keep going forward with our with our town that we love so much. Perfect. And I guess just one last question just come to mind now. Uh, not a lot of people wanted to run this election. Um, we thought there might be some wars without any, any candidates. Yeah. You put your name forward. And yes. I mean, apparently the job's been getting harder and harder over the years with social media and all that kind of stuff. Um, why is it worth it to you? I mean, it's, it's likely going to, if you got elected, it's likely going to bring angry phone calls and emails and, you know, hard to have a Sunday without the phone ringing. Yeah, why so is I... that difficult work? Yeah, because um, again, I, this is where I've chosen to continue to live and um, work, continue to work. And uh, I've just had so many people come forward and and especially when they saw my name and thought I would be good because they know I can talk to people and that I care. I, um, I definitely care for everybody and, and uh, hopefully that will help me out. I don't know. <laughs> Perfect. Well, been a pleasure uh, speaking with you. Thank you so much for okay, thank you. taking so much time. What Are We Doing is a podcast produced by Justin Van Leishout in partnership with The Highlander. Reporters working on this project include me, Sam Gillett, our editor, Lisa Gervais, and Mike Baker. Be sure to follow along as we cover candidates in your riding, as well as everyone running for election across Halliburton County. Music in this episode is from Kashaga, and our cover art is from Jason Yates, who can be found on Instagram at jy.ink.